Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and discuss Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan one inoperative minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Happy Friday, Chris. Hey, Dave. Oh, you made me laugh. <laughs> gotcha. Um, well, we end the week with minute number 84. And as we are in the nebula, Joaquin starts the minute saying, inoperative. And ends with Sulu saying, phaser lock inoperative, sir. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of inoperative going on here. They're really hammering it home. Yes. <laughs> so Joaquin obviously answering uh, Khan's question from the previous minute when he asked for tactical. And Joaquin responds with inoperative. Yeah. He does a good job not being sarcastic about it. Yes. Like I told you. No, Khan's looking out that we get our first look out the view screen of this these the uh, disabled visuals when they're in the nebula. And I gotta say, uh, they drive me nuts too. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I find um, myself squinting all the time when these things are on. Like, is there something out there? Yeah, what's going on? Like, obviously, we see the beautiful visuals. Like, they're not seeing anything. They're seeing static. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, Khan then, you know, uh, even though Joaquin mentioned this, he says, raise the shields. And Joaquin responding, as I feared, sir, not functional. And finally says, I'm reducing speed. To which Khan was going to react, but then thought better of it. Yeah, that's another out-of-character moment. Doesn't it seem like it? Yes, because I think back in 82, we did the same thing where uh, they slowed down and, you know, Khan was like, why are we slowing? And then, you know, we joked about it. We daren't follow them into the nebula. Like, it was the same, it's the same thing where... um, you know, Joaquin making a decision for Khan and belaying his sort of vengeance and Khan just sort of holding his tongue. Like, obviously, last minute, you know, he went bananas. Yeah. And I think he recouped and I think he's thinking, you know, he's like, maybe, maybe Joaquin had a point. Uh, it must be. I was, the other thing is maybe he's feeling, he's letting his guilt, you know, his guilt for throwing him across the- Right, across yeah. the bridge. Maybe he's like, all right, I'll let him have this one. Um, but they they share a look, and Joaquin doesn't look away. Like, he stares him down. Like, he says, you know, I'm slowing, I'm reducing speed. And Joaquin is like, I told you so. Like, I'm reducing speed. Like, we have no idea now where they are. We have no way to defend ourselves. We can't look, you know, look at the view screen, man. Like, you can't see anything. Is that why they're slowing down? That was a question I had. Well, like, I think it's I think it's a combination of <laughs> tactical. They don't know where the Enterprise is. They're now stuck in this nebula. You can't raise the shields. You can't see anything. As we learn later in the minute, phaser lock doesn't work. So, I mean, Spock truly said it. The odds will be even. Right. They both have systems that aren't functioning, and they're going on instinct. Yeah, I, find, I still find it odd, though, Rudy. Just, um, you know, when I... When we drive cars in the snow, right, in a yep. snowstorm, you definitely reduce speed because your visibility is limited. And, and, but yep. it's also because, you know, I don't want to crash into a guardrail or have the car slip or hit another car. These guys are 
the only other thing they could hit would be the Enterprise. Yes. And what are the I don't know what are the odds that they're gonna? I suppose we'll talk about it a lot over the next few minutes. Yeah. Um, what are the odds that they would actually bump into the Enterprise? There's a lot of space out there. So I've been thinking about this minute in particular, knowing what we know about the Nebula, and I made the comment before. I think it was back in eighty-two minute eighty-two that I would take in this particular instance. I would take Kirk over Khan. Khan has the superior intellect, but Kirk knows these ships. He knows space warfare. He knows how to battle. And as we see in this minute, he knows what he's doing. Like, Khan just sort of, like, barrels into the nebula, full of passion, full of vengeance, mm-hmm. no plan, no nothing. And as we as we go towards these, we see these beautiful visuals of the Reliant and the Enterprise sort of flying around. Yeah. And I know I'm sort of fast-forwarding, and we'll talk about this whole minute. And where, where I'm going with this is you can see the Enterprise sort of make that sort of overarching turn and then come in behind. And I feel like it's all part of that that brilliance that is Kirk and his tactical mind. Like, he, what are the chances that he would know to come right up behind the Reliant? Like, we already know that tactical is inoperative. There's no way he can really see them. I know you're getting so answer like that because that's one of the biggest. That's all, all. Every single minute that we go through the battle, I'm like, yeah. how did they? Wait a minute. How did they get there? Wait a minute. How did they get there? Well, yeah. Hold on. How did they get there? <laughs> and yeah, maybe it's maybe it's just Kirk. I think you said it a, a little bit ago. Like maybe it's Kirk's instincts. He just knows. And you know, Spock is going to probably you know in a in an upcoming minute he's going to also um, make mention of the difference between right. Kirk and 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 cons strategic thinking um but i still find it amazing that you know flying blind these two ships can still find one another um yeah i mean and again uh, you know i may have mentioned it we take for granted like oh they go into the nebula like these this nebula has got to be huge yeah it looks huge I, i mean it would be like driving into the parking lot i drive my car into the parking lot of walt disney world and you trying to smash into me. Like, it's huge. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like we take for granted. Like, and it, it goes back to, I think, what I said a few minutes ago, which was about the sea battles and, like, the way ships sort of, they would turn, you know, they have to make these big, huge turns in order to get their guns in position. And um, I think it's great. It, for for what this minute gives us, it is one of my more liked minutes. It's not quite a favorite minute, but it's a more liked minute because I can see the genius behind what Nick Nicholas Meyer was doing. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this scene. This, uh, yeah. So we're kind of all over the place right with this minute, but um, this this scene there's a, there's two sequences here where you get this overhead shot <clears throat> of the Reliant right yep. drifting by. Uh, you can see, I don't know, I'm going to say down the nebula, right? You're like kind of looking down the nebula um, and Reliance kind of passing by, which is awesome in itself, right? just looks cool. It's a, you don't normally see the ships at that angle from top down. Um, and then the static discharge goes off and you get this great, you know, uh, lighting effect and the shadows getting thrown onto the saucer from the roll bar thing in the back. So it just yep. looks cool. And just when you're like, wow, that was a really cool shot, then they cut away 
to the Enterprise uh, going in a different direction, and lo and behold, it's above the Reliant. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that is brilliant. And it, we, I think we talked about it. I mentioned the the movie, the uh, uh, Enemy Below, the submarine. Yes, the submarine movie. Uh, yeah, submarine movie. Um, this is definitely has to be invoking that, right? It's the uh, in this case, Reliant would be the sub, and the Enterprise yep. would be the ship on, on the surface of the water. Yep. Um, I'm like, it, it's just another like, oh, it's a, it's a brilliant shot. Um, although, yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> and it, in that movie, Enemy Below, I believe, even pitted it was the whole thing was it pitted the two captains of those vessels against one another. Ex- exactly, exactly what's going on here. Yeah. Um. um now. I burst my, I, you know, it's it's hard to be critical of this 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 stuff because it's it's so exciting and it's so dramatic and right. really beautiful to look at. Um, but I do have a question, like, well, how did the Enterprise get way up there already? Because when last we saw them, you know, uh, the Enterprise went into the nebula, you know, did its you know deceleration, and right. Khan was right behind them now. Yep. We don't know how, we don't time delay, we don't know how long it was, but you, presumably Khan was on the same trajectory following them. Yeah. So is what happened once Kirk knew they were, you know, hidden? Uh, did he just say, you know, take us up, right? Bring us up. Uh, he he that probably must have been had, he did. yeah, some sort of maneuver that was yeah. like, you know, they're behind us, you know, whatever maneuver it is, and they went up, you know, they elevated position and they come, you know, as you, as we see throughout the minute, they sort of bank around and then that's how they come in behind Reliant. And yeah, I think once they got in, like he knew that he could, he had to shake them and visuals weren't working tactical. So he could pretty much do whatever he wanted. And to your point, Reliant probably just came straight in and he was like, okay, well using Spock and his logic, probably was like okay if they're going to come in we could go this way we could go up around and come back and we'll be behind them yeah much like a dog fight would be you know um you know with planes you know he comes in we bank i had another thought about this minute too and it you know it's it it is we talked about the whole moby dick connection and ahab and the whale like this is a this is the 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 penultimate moment of ahab looking for the whale like he entered an area he has no visuals to, and he can't find the whale. Yeah. Like the Enterprise, obviously, you know, being the whale. Yeah, and like that, and like that, right? The whale, the whale is hunting Ahab, and Ahab's hunting, hunting him. the whale. Right? Yes. It's the same thing. They're both hunting one another. Right. Yeah. Which I again, and I, I know I said it last minute too, and I'm going to say it again. The visuals of this minute are fantastic. Yeah. You know what? I never noticed before. Um, in this this great shot where the Enterprise is passing overhead and Reliance yep. down below, um, you can still see though above Enterprise is more nebula fog. Yep. Yeah. So you it can, looks like they're yeah. underneath like a cloud or something. Um, so I never noticed that before. That was cool. And, and I I just love how the the you know ILM gave it such a dimension. Like it's not a static. It's not static like we saw in the first minute when they entered and, you know, the static did charge, how it sort of like, you know, it went around and didn't just like, it's not just a light in the back, like it actually moved. You know, here we're seeing, you know, we're seeing sort of that vortex of nebula, nebulae, 
and it's it, and it's moving. And even when the Enterprise is coming out, you know, up and around, again, the Nebula is it's it's a it's a living, moving thing. Yes. And it's it's not just like it's not just window dressing. It's not just there. It's it's you know. It, it, and again, I give them all the credit in the world for doing this. Even when the Enterprise comes in behind, you see this sort of light, and it's and it's off to the left, and it's it's sort of like moving and going down. It's just fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gushing over the the visuals here, but I just I, th- no, I think it's we just... both are. <laughs> like, okay, it's my turn. My turn to gush. <laughs> uh, well, a little bit. Let's let me take to, take a, just a, a quick uh, pause, right? So. Um, since we have, we've been talking about the nebula and I've been kind of waiting. We've, we've been talking about the special effects for the past few minutes about the nebula, yep. but I wanted to wait till this shot here of the Enterprise, which <clears throat> looks like it's, you know, kind of curving. It's, you know, looks like it's an orbit around something and you kind of see the cascading, I don't know, looks like waves, right? Or a cloud yep. moving by. Um, <clears throat> so this was all done by ILM and they did it with one of those, you know, aquarium tanks. Um, and it was, I guess it was not huge. It was like four, it was a four by eight foot, uh, aquarium tank they filled it with water and then they um and then they they pumped in uh liquid latex just white liquid latex and so that stuff just starts swirling around inside the tank uh, and then they lit it up and uh so it's just making all these cool patterns and stuff they're filming it and they're they're shining different you know the, your purples and reds and blues and all that stuff and they're just right. recording everything they're doing and taking all the kind of the best of um and that's what they ended up a lot of this, uh, this you know, this cloud effect here, uh, <clears throat> the one prior with uh, with Enterprise going overhead of Reliant and the, the nebula behind it, that's all from this same uh, right. uh, aquarium tank footage, which I think is amazing. So, go ILM. Yes. And I guess they did that same thing, too. The, the Not the first time that that tanks, you know, that those kind of effects been used. Um, they said they used it. They did it also in Close Encounters of the Third Kind when they... Oh, um, cool. You know, there's a couple sequences like where the you know storm clouds would roll in to hide the the UFOs, <clears throat> and it was done with the same effect. So, so as much as we are gushing over this minute, there is for me one little thing that I want to point out that I do not like. We are what? in a nebula, we are in a cloud structure, and they had to use the V'ger noise. <laughs> like it's a throwback. I know, I know, but come on. Like they've done an amazing job this entire movie to distance himself from that. Well, it's not the first time we've talked about the V'ger noise. It's they've used it, you know, a couple of points yes, here and there. Uh, they have. But you're right. This is the most obvious use of it. Like, oh yeah. Yes, I think that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, this yeah. is like it's it's obvious. They're in a cloud. They're, you know, come on. <laughs> uh. Well, I love I I I'm forgiving because I I love the blaster beam, which is that instrument they use to make the V'ger sounds. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan, so I'm going to take it. But I will More say V'ger noises. Yeah, <laughs> with that, uh, at about the 50 second uh, mark, we do get that upswing of music as oh, Enterprise yeah. is getting into position and ready to take aim and fire on rely. I mean, it just obviously we have the the music, the somber music as they're they're moving through and you know, can't find each other and then you just the Enterprise comes in from behind, it's da la 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 you know, it's it's just that um <laughs> that Enterprise hope music of 
you know they're going to do some damage here. <laughs> this is the point. This is the point of the movie where everybody would stand up and cheer, right? Like, the, yeah, it's like it's, he's like, all right, there they are. They're right behind him. They're right behind him, and they come out of you know, out of nowhere, out of the darkness, yeah. and the music kicks in. And uh, my note was though, it, it's fake out music, <laughs> right? It's not the uh, we're not there yet, but it's a great moment. And uh, I think just going back to Kirk's, you know, his his strategy. Um, yes, uh, I mean. And, and again, I had the same note. How did they get here? You know, the last we saw them, they were up above. So clearly, they're spiraling down and yep. you know, banking around. And and uh, he nailed it. I mean, boom! It's right there. And again, maybe it was like you said. Maybe um, you said Reliant, you know, came barreling into the nebula. Maybe they just kept going straight, and Kirk was anticipating that. So he's like, let's just do a big loop, go up, do a big loop, and come back down on that same trajectory. And we'll we should be behind them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought about this in this detail. Like, how did the... Uh, well, I think we. I think for a lot of this movie, and for me, I know in the past, you, you go into a movie, you suspend your disbelief. You're like, okay, I'm taking the movie at what it is, what it's presenting to me. And obviously in the minute format, we're looking at everything. And I think like it was the first or second episode we had, we were like, we don't want to be those guys, which we turned out to be those guys. And <laughs> But we are picking at everything. It's because we are looking at it in a different format and a different... and to our credit, discredit, we've learned a lot about decisions they made and why did they do this and things that we've never thought of, like the crew being on the eel or things that you learn through the minute format and, and talking with our guests, you know, with all the people we've had on who have been fantastic and, you know, we've learned a lot. And I just, it makes me look at this in a different way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. And I, exactly. All criticism regardless yeah. of the criticism we're throwing at this when we're done this with with the with the sh- with the show with the you know the whole season um i'm gonna watch wrath of Khan start to finish and i, I don't think oh, I'm oh definitely be, um that's my goal you know be, i said from i said from the beginning i wasn't gonna watch it except for the one minute at a time but after we're done I'll, i'm watching it right through yeah and uh i'm gonna enjoy it just as much oh if, if not, not more. more i mean yeah <laughs> Uh, and I wonder if, you know, I'm digressing, but I'm wondering if a lot of the other Minute people feel the same way. I mean, if they've mentioned that and said, hey, you know, I, I've watched this and, uh, you know, because I've, I've listened to a lot of them and I haven't really come across that in hearing saying like, oh, you know, after this, I, I, I thought better of the movie or like I can't look at the movie in the same light anymore after, you know, dissecting it one minute at a time. Right. I don't think I heard anybody say that they, they, it ruined the movie for them. Right, yeah. I would hope not. I mean, I think most of us are all doing this because it's our favorite movie, right? Everybody's yeah. doing it because it's... Uh, or granted, Pete and Alex are about to do the Attack of the Clones, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but they have, they, have, uh, they have, you know, things to look forward to. Oh, yeah, there's moments. There's moments. Yes. All right, well, back to the minute. What do we got? So we do have that great shot of Enterprise coming in and... Um, uh, swooping in behind, and the and the the uh, the nebula behind is just doing all sorts of cool things in the background. So I'm almost watching the nebula, not the ships. Um, and then we hear Cadet Todd uh, <laughs> chime in and say, "Target, sir." <laughs> uh, and uh, I, do you think he said that because he was looking at the view screen like everybody else, and we like to see this garbled image? I, I, I don't was he know. Looking at a different display. I don't know. I, I so 
I question because you know as we've learned uh, things are not working the way that they do and um, you know way back in minute 80 Savick says you know clouds are you know clouds are tactical display and visuals won't function and shields will be useless I don't know if they mention anything about the weapon system like they don't necessarily say like oh well you can't you can't lock on from a torpedo, and I don't think it's until Cadet Todd says, Target, sir, and then Sulu goes, Phaser lock in operative, sir. Like, that's the first mention I hear that weapons are going to be an issue here. Yeah, you're right. Uh, she doesn't say it. She just talks about tactile, visual, and shields. Yeah, and maybe, obviously, Cadet Todd must not know that. Savick didn't point it out, so she must not know it. And maybe... And, this goes to a larger question for me, um, which, whether it's this minute or next minute, I might as well bring it up now, is I thought Cadet Todd was the weapons dude. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the guy that fires the photon torpedoes. He's the guy that does the shields. Yeah. But yeah. it's always Sulu who fires. He's probably got, you know... Uh He's got his, uh, uh, I'm thinking of the Boy Scouts, he's got his Whitland chip. <laughs> he's, 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 he's passed the test, or he's allowed to, he's allowed to shoot. Cadet uh, Todd probably is only allowed to do everything but, but the actual firing. Because remember... Um, is, uh, is it a trust thing? Like, is it a... No, 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 because I remember even back when the, they first got attacked... Um, yeah, it's Kirk was Kirk, phasers locked. Yeah, and, uh, but when the... the the bridge is in disarray and stuff, and uh, Kirk comes around to Cadet Todd, and, and uh, yeah. I think he wanted to, he he was calling out, he, you know, is there anything anything left um, in the phasers? And it looked like he wanted to take a shot. Um, yeah, and he was at so I'm, I don't know, Cadet Todd maybe just doesn't have, doesn't have the keys yet. Mm, potentially, poor guy. So yeah, so Sulu just turns around, and says phasers phaser lock inoperative. Mm. Sorry, what are they gonna do? I don't know. Again, I'm squinting. I'm looking at that stupid display, and I'm squinting. Is that the Reliant? Yeah, it is. It's hard to see. It's got to be something. It's got to be something. A rock at it. I will say that Sulu is very intent on his job. Like, he is, you know, he's he's nervous. He's flying that thing around, and maybe it's all part of that plan. Like, you know, that tactical plan that they're sort of, you know, they're, they're coming in behind Reliant, and he's... You know, obviously, you don't want to crash right into them. <laughs> Although that would be cool. That would be ramming speed. We'll talk. We'll talk about that in an upcoming minute too. Oh my gosh! Yes. So excited! All right, then I, I'm done with this minute. If you are, I am as well. It's been a fun week. Yes, the hunt is on. <laughs> awesome. All right. <clears throat> so, no other notes. No, I am good. All right, let's wrap it up then. Uh, folks, <clears throat> it's Friday, and uh, so we will be back again on Monday. But in the meantime, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we're at the Wrath of Con Minute Listener Federation on Facebook. You can always drop us an email at podcast at com. And on Fridays, we like to ask you to go out to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. We'd uh, love to hear uh, how we're doing and how we could be improving the show, even though we're, we're getting near the end. <gasps> Yes, um, and but uh, yeah, we'll be back again on Monday with minute eighty-five of Star Trek Two here at the Wrath of Khan minute.